Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving of another Loving That Sports Talk, and always I have my co-host, Terry Jackson. Are you there, T? Terry, are you here? I guess we must lost Terry for right now, but, you know, we're going to have Terry on the line, and we're going to talk NFL this week. We're going to talk about a bunch of injuries. We'll talk about which team is looking really, really good. You know, um, a lot of people are on Green Bay Packers, but, you know, I can't see them making it to the Super Bowl. But we're going to talk about um, their progress and what they're doing, uh, and we also want to talk about which team that I think is going to be the sneaker that might come into sneak up and get the Green Bay Packers and beat them. So uh, we're going to talk about that. You back online, Terry? I'm back on. Uh, how you doing now? We lost you for a minute, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Well, I was uh, I'm telling everybody, you know, we're going to talk about a little bit of NFL. We'll talk about Green Bay Packers. We'll talk about which team going to be the, the surprise team, which I'm going Say it, but you know I'm gonna say it, right? Oh yeah, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah but um, go ahead. Um, before we get started, um, there's a big event that I know you're excited, but I'm excited about just even knowing about and being invited to. Tell us what's going on Friday. Uh, Friday, and I think we touched on it a little bit last last week. Terry uh, Terry Junior got um, invited to the Super 25, uh, and that's the best 25. Um, football players in the state, offensive, defensive, special teams, I believe. Um, and he had a little photo shoot. They all get their pictures taken and all that good stuff, and uh, they'll uh, celebrate them on uh, on Friday. So that's a special occasion that, you know, like I said, he worked hard for that. And I know he's a hell of an athlete, you know. Yeah, and hopefully that will lead to a, an all-conference nominee and all-state as well. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. So you know everybody you know keying on that and Friday you know we will put a shout out to Terry Jackson Jr. You know keep doing what you do. Okay, you ready to start this? I don't know if it's gonna be an argument, disagreement, agreement, but you ready? Well, you know, see, love is it's not gonna be an argument. I'm, I'm gonna give you some kudos because <laughs> earlier we talked and you said 
we talked about Buffalo, we talked about Detroit, you know, we talked about these teams that weren't very good last year and they, they, they didn't have a good showing, but were coming out like gangbusters this year. And you said, oh, don't worry, she says, wait till week seven, eight, nine, you'll see the teams. He says, they'll fall off. And you were right. You're absolutely right. Look at, look at what's happened with, with Buffalo and Detroit. I mean, I think they're what, two in a row? Yeah. East now? Uh, and they're, they're not looking very good. They're, they're, they're falling back. Well, you know, as, as we talked about, Terry said we talked about it. I said that again, repeat myself, but we said that these players can sustain a 16 game season. Come on, you know, yeah. and we're going to yeah. get into it later with Tim Tebow. You know, these yeah. players coming here is different from eight, ten games that they play in college. Am I right? Yeah, it, it, that, it is. It, it's got to be. It's it's more more in depth, more intense, um, and that change is, is is huge. You know, you going day in, day out. You know, practicing, running up and down. Your body takes toll. You know, college ten games, you're done. But yeah. now, bro, you got sixteen more games. I mean, six more games. You know. But it seems they've made it lighter. Well, they 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 don't let them wear pads, but once a week or something like that. I heard. Well, yeah, you you will, but it's it's the 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 mental, you know, in the film, you know, every day, and then you know, when you play that game, you know, that's why um, football is only once a week, you know. Yeah, and be three or four games like basketball because you can beat up. I mean, look at Michael Vick. Every week he takes a hit. He's hurt, you know. Yeah. Yeah, your body can only take so much. You know, we don't have beat up on you in basketball, but we'll talk about that later too in the show. <laughs> Always later. Always later. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get started. Let's go with Detroit. Detroit Pistons. We all talked about how they got the best defense. They got the defensive line, all like that. But when you have a team that's good that comes along, it's a rare that the first year you win. You know. Yeah. And it takes a lot. Like we talk about teammanship. Don't you agree with that? Absolutely, and you know you you also got. And I don't necessarily think it's it's their total defense. I think when you look at Adama Kinsu and, and those guys that are on that 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 defensive line, I think that's what makes up their defense because they're supposedly big names and and and, and great players and can get after the quarterback, which in turn is going to help the defensive backs and the and, and the safeties and stuff. But they're not living up to their part of the bargain either. I mean, they're still. They're still, you know, getting penetration and stuff like that. But I, I, I think it's showing that Detroit can be thrown on, um, and, and and everybody's not coming together uh, as as a whole. And I think that's what's why they're losing games as well, because their defense is not as good as as people thought it was. Let me get your opinion on this, Terry. Uh, I mean, you talked about this. I think um, you know, last time we talked about so much, you know. But is it the players or the coaches? If I'm a coach, I give you the thing to go out there and win, the, the plan. You don't go out there and, and execute it. Why is the coach being blamed for that? Why? Right. Well, remember we uh, Yeah, absolutely. We, you, you know, and, and, and we can go back to the Dallas Cowboys last year. Um, Dallas Cowboys, Super Bowl team. They're going to the Super Bowl. They're going to host the Super Bowl. And everybody had the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. All the commentators, all the sports writers, it was a Cowboys year. Cowboys came out 0-6. And what was the reason for that? Well, apparently they blamed Wade Phillips for that. Would you agree or disagree? 
I agree that blame Wade. Keep talking to okay. I think me and you'll disagree a little bit later now. Right. <laughs> they they apparently blamed Wade for that. He was fired, and consequently, uh, going to another team, and, and Jason Garrett has taken over. Um, the end of the season, the Cowboys had a, had a, had a great season. They had a, a winning half. Well, whose fault is it? Uh, only time will supposedly tell. I mean, I guess you could say it was Wade Phillips' fault, being that the Cowboys had a winning season in the second part when he was gone. Or you could say, well, uh, you guys better win or you won't be here next year. You better get out there and play. Now, if you want my opinion, the coaches don't play football. The coaches give you uh, the knowledge, the know-how, the schemes to go out there and win. It's up to the players to make those things happen. And it ultimately falls on the player's shoulders, in my opinion. I don't think that you can blame a coach for players not playing. Uh, Marion Barber, he, he never, I mean, third and two, two years ago, it was a given. Not last year. You know, I mean, you can't blame Wade Phillips for that. You can't blame Wade Phillips for, for, for dropping balls. Um, Terry, people not gotta, wanting to go over the middle and catch balls. I mean, that's not Wade Phillips' fault. Terry, I got to put you on the uh, spot here. I got to put your back to the wall. But you told me, if I'm right, go to right, Wade had to go. Well, either Wade had to go or a lot of other players had to go. Which one put you at the, because you said it's not Wade fault, right? It's the players, right? No, that's that's the argument. That's the argument. What I'm saying is, is that Wade Phillips doesn't go out and play football. Wade right. Phillips coaches football. It's the player's responsibility to go out there and play and make these things happen. Um, but the organization is going to say, well, somebody's got to go. And apparently that was Wade. So the organization is saying it's Wade's fault. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. Maybe maybe there were some attributes that, that, that Wade Phillips wasn't bringing to the team, like Say he was a player's coach. He was such a nice guy. He he would let the players, you know, get away with a little bit more. Now, is that Wade's fault? Is is, is that contributing to the, the the losing season? Well, I don't know. That's all up in the air because I'm not in that locker room, James Love, and neither are you. So we don't know what's going on at Dallas camp. All we see is what's what's going on on the outside and what people are reporting and portraying. So I thought the Dallas Cowboys organization was winning and was going to go forward, and they were at the peak, and then they just fell all the way back down to the bottom with that losing season they had last year with all of that talent. Is this fair to say, Terry, since we talk about Dallas, and you know that pain, let's, let's, let's stay on Dallas, you know. You know, I ain't got no truth with you when we're on the show about Dallas. Only when I'm sitting there. And I don't have a truth with you on the show about okay. the Eagles either. We'll get to that later on. Okay, we get. <laughs> you got to go there. All right. Well, let's talk about this Dallas, your team. Don't you think, like you say, on paper, when people say on paper a team looks good and they should win Super Bowl, but don't you think Dallas, the, the players, was in there and they came too cocky, you think they were going to run through everybody that season? Couldn't that be it, too? You know, absolutely, absolutely. That could be. Not necessarily normally was cockiness, but I think that the Cowboys thought that they were just going to walk all the way to the Super Bowl. Period. End of story. Um, I don't think that they worked as hard to get to where they needed to go, as as hard as they 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 worked to get to where they were. If that makes any sense, 
I, I think they, they stopped. I think there was a lull in there, and I think that it was just a given, oh, we're hosting the Super Bowl, and, you know, all the hype. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think that they worked as hard. So, yeah, I, I think that there was some, there were some issues within that, the, the team concept and organization there, as far as the players go. I, I, I don't, I, I just have a hard time believing that it was always Phillips' fault, but, you know, that's, that's, that's what they saw. And, 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 and that's where I never heard you say where you know, the players probably thought they'd walk over, you know. But, you know, the Cowboys, as you sit back on paper, yeah, they look like the better team, you know. But and you and I know, you know, you can sit up and write a report and all like that, but if you don't go out and execute that report and do all this, you know, and that paper don't mean nothing, do it? No, it doesn't mean anything. If you run a, if you run a four, 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 one forty on paper, it says you run a four one forty, but when you're on the field, you run a four five or a four six. No, it doesn't mean anything. It's the same thing. And, and then you have players, like you say, that's out there, and they're not giving their all, you know, and you just can't show up on game day and expect to go out there and catch 20 balls. You have Absolutely to not. You, know. you got to put in the work. You know that. You know that better than anybody you do. That, that is work, though. I mean, <laughs> with the NFL, you just not going to do like you do to do in high school or in college and come out there and think you know, run over guys because guys out there. Yeah. So, and then I think that's what the Cowboys do. We talk about the Cowboys. Let's get it all out about them, right? Yep, that's it. Now let's get on to the Eagles here after the break. Well, hold on. I'm still, you know, I want to talk about the Cowboys. I still got a meal I want to ask you about okay. the Cowboys. Is there something you hide about the Cowboys? Oh, no. Absolutely not. Let's put it all out there. Okay. We can talk about the Cowboys then, right? Yep. Let's go. You know, well, I think, well, what we're going to do if we wrap, we'll take a quick break. That way we ain't going to get cut off on it. We'll come back from the break. Uh, we're going to go back and we're going to talk about a little bit more about the Cowboys. Is that okay? We'll finish up with the Cowboys. Okay. This is James Loving uh, with co-host Terry Jackson, host of Loving That Sports Talk, and we'll be right back. flagship station for sports voice america sports okay sports fans here's your opportunity to discuss football america's favorite sport on an annual basis millions of people attend watch and listen to football both pro and college ray ellis sports an internet talk radio show was developed with the fan in mind join host former philadelphia eagles and cleveland Browns strong safety ray ellis on voice america sports every tuesday at 1 p.m pacific for exciting interactive football discussions from the fans perspective tune in every tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Tired of the same mundane talk radio show, boring opinions and people not knowing or telling the truth? Tune into The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. This show is brought to you by two men who know the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional sports. Josh and Otis's experience and careers in the NFL give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion. Tune into the Voice America Sports Channel Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. It's more than sports talk. It's a way of life. 
Listen to Sports Talk at the Positive Pub every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Gil Tyree talks to sports newsmakers, playmakers, and story breakers. You, the hardcore, interactive, and novice fan, can join the show via your phone calls and emails. Sample what's good, right, and positive about the world of sports every week. Begin your week in a positive way with Sports Talk from the Positive Pub. Be here every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving back hosting Loving That Sports Talk with my co-host Terry Jackson. Are you there, T? I'm here, love. All right, well, since we, um, we're getting this all out, you know, let's get it all on the table about this cowboy. Then we can go if you want to talk about the Eagles, but this is my opinion with you. You know, I never expressed it. I expressed a little with you. I think Cowboys are the worst team ever in football of showing the sportsmanship and teammanship. You don't go out there and let your coach go out on the limb just because you're mad, something like that. As a man, as a player, you just don't do that. They stop playing for him. That was that man's job. He had his job. He had kids to feed, and then he had a family to feed. So you telling me in a workplace, somebody just quit doing that job to get rid of you? How can you even, even say they're a team player? Tell me. Well, love, you and I both know that when you have a losing season, regardless of why, they're going to blame the coach. They're going to get rid of the coach and say, we need a change. There's going to be a change, and it's going to come from the top. And that's that's the way it's been done since the beginning. Now, as far as Wade not being able to feed his kids, come on, he's a better coach than that. And and what's he doing now? He's coaching one of the best defenses in the NFL right now. Would you agree? I agree. Okay. So throw all that aside, our personal feelings, because I think you're getting a little heartbroken in here about Wade. <laughs> but, no, I do not agree with you putting your coach out there on a limb. No, I, I don't agree with that at all. Do I know that that's exactly what happened? No. Because I'm not, I can't sit here and say that when those guys came to play, love, that they didn't try to win games. I just don't think that they prepared themselves to put themselves you, in the position to win games. You, you and I have talked about, that we talked about fundamentals. We've talked about running the drills the right way, right? Right. That's the problem that I think the Cowboys came into training camp with because it was a bunch of hoopla about Oh, we're going to get the Super Bowl. We're going to host the Super Bowl. We're the Dallas Cowboys. We're the best team on paper. You know, we got, you know, we got this, we got that. And they didn't bring it to the table. So I, I, I don't know if I agree with you as far as them putting Wade out there on a limb and, 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 and having something personal against him. I don't think that was the case because if you talk to those guys and you listen to any of the interviews, they liked Wade. Nobody disliked Wade. They thought Wade was great. They enjoyed it. So. Um, but with, as far as him being that in, in, you know, in sportsmanship and teammanship, you know, you and I in, in our generation bring something a little bit different. We think about things a little bit different than some of these other guys do. 
let's go a little bit step further. I watched the, the Cowboys last year because me and you talked on the phone every game because you, you were a Cowboys fan and it broke your heart with that bad record they had. And it also broke a lot of things when I, you know, what you had to come up with, you know, on that bet. But anyway, we'll talk about that later too, right? <laughs> yep, we will. Yeah, okay. But I seen that them play and they weren't giving their best effort. Come on, sometimes they weren't running for hard for the ball. You know, they, and then when Jason Garrett took over, now they running hard and doing, and didn't you see the difference? So that's showing me you weren't playing for Wade, you were playing for Garrett. Am I right? Well, yeah, and, and you can say that, but it's going to be a matter of opinion. What what was it that made them start playing hard? Was it Garrett? Were they playing for Garrett, or was it Jerry Jones having a meeting saying, hey, guess what, there's going to be some people that aren't going to be here. Look around. Do you want to be one of those people? You better get your butt out on that field and give me what you got. Okay? Um, so you can you can see it both ways. I mean, you can't say that, oh, well, they weren't playing hard for Wade, but when, when Garrett came in, they were playing hard for Garrett. We don't know if that's the case. I mean, that's, that's from the outside looking in. You didn't see the difference from when Garrett to go from Wade. Absolutely there was a difference. But so you think that difference was? Say, well, Your they specifically weren't playing hard for Garrett, and then they were playing hard specifically for Wade. Is, okay. is, is, I mean, how can we say that that was it? Well, okay, let's go with the play calling. Wasn't the play calling different from when Wade was there than when Garrett took over? Let's go a little further. It may have been. Um, Come on, Terry, be honest with it. You said I'm going to be honest with you from, from what I can say that I know. It may have been different. I don't know. Because, of course, I don't get to see every game. But um, all I know is that they started winning. They, they, they started playing the football that they knew that they could play. Um, they still had the slow developing uh, play downfield, you know, uh, that, that, what do they call it, the... Uh, the, the draw, the, the stutter draw, which I hated, um, and, I, and I still don't like it unless it works. <laughs> right. But, you know, and, and if you look at it now, and, and, and I'm a, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I, I talk real talk. You know that when they're down there in the red zone, love, and they've got a number one receiver that they drafted that they do not throw the ball to one time, they're trying to protect Tony Romo. Yeah. Okay? And... Just like we've talked before, you can't do that. Why was Jason Garrett doing that? Why are we kicking field goals in the red zone? You know? So are the play calls any different? Well, I don't know. It depends on, you know, on on what game you're looking at. Because I thought he was very, very uh, poor at calling the the three plays that he called during that game. I can't remember which, which one it was, though. A couple weeks ago, three weeks ago. Terry, we got Carl on hold. You there, Carl? Hello? Hey, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How you doing? I'm good. How about yourself? Terry, this is Carl. Carl, this is Terry. Terry, my co-host. How are you, Carl? I'm good. How about yourself? Well, Terry, I, I need you to do me a quick favor. You know, I know uh, he don't have much time, Carl, but Carl is my little brother. He a Bears fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. But Terry told me, like, why you don't talk about the Bears, you know? And tell you, I'm going to tell you why. Because he likes the Bears, and I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't be reading at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Terry, you know we hate the Bears, too. You hate them, too, right, Terry? 
No, I don't hate the Bears. Um, I just, I'm not a fan of Jay Cutler. That's all. Yeah. Well, Carl, I know you on the way work, but give us your in, in a little insight what you think your Bears going to do. Well, uh, it's going to revolve around Cutler. If, if he can continue to stand strong and, and get the ball where it needs to be, I think he can go all the way. I mean, I'm a true Bear fan, so I'm going to keep up alive regardless of the fact. So it's going to revolve around Cutler. If he can, you know, avoid the hype and, and stay strong, then we're going to do it. What do you think about the Cowboys, Carl? Uh, I don't really think much about the Cowboys. I'm only focusing on my team and my team only, and that's the Bears. So it is what it is. I'll try to gain up on Terry, Carl. You ain't going along with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, uh, well. I, I understand that, that you're heartbroken and your feelings are hurt with the Philadelphia Eagles, but we're going to get to that a little later on in the show. <laughs> and, you know, they should talk that. I don't think you want to talk about those eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see what it is now, Terry. You and Carl talked about this last night. All right, I got it. <laughs> okay. Well, little brother, thanks for calling me. I appreciate it. You know, that's my little brother, Terry, and you know, I love him death. Always good, Carl. All right, All you right. take care. Bye. Thanks, Carl. All right. Terry, there. I'm here. Yeah, he's a big bear fan. I've been hearing about those Eagles, you know, and the Bears. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. The Chicago Bears have a good team, and they're coming up. They're they're peaking at the right time, and uh, they're not looking bad. They're they're gonna they're gonna disappoint some people, I believe. Well, since we on that, let's talk about this then. Let's say you know we off the Cowboys because I'm so glad we off them. You know, I'm so glad to get this out. You know, I've been holding this in. And it's been making me angry and frustrated at night. So I'm glad, you know, to get this all about the Cowboys. Is that okay with you? Absolutely. <laughs> and, I, and I'm glad you're you're fulfilled now. Now we can move on and we can we can start looking forward to the championship. <laughs> well, we're gonna go there. Well, you want to start with the Eagles? We start with the Eagles. Go ahead. What 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 is it about the Eagles? Well. That's kind of what I want to ask you about. What do you, what do you think is, is going on with the Philadelphia Eagles? Um, we've got controversy with Deshaun Jackson uh, over a contract. He, what he's is in the last year, he's not getting the ball. Um, we've got Michael Vick, who's hot and who's cold. Um, four interceptions. Goodness. Um, I don't know. What's going on? The offensive line's not protecting him. I think you What's said it best when you said about the Cowboys that year. They thought they were going to walk through people. The Eagles got this team where they got all these players, great players, pro bowl players, and they thought they were going to walk through people. They called themselves the dream team. So it's kind of like what you say with Dallas. You know, when you get this team on paper, it looks good, but you got to perform. But if you can't perform as a team, you know, you can have um, Tim Michael Jordan. If that Tim Michael Jordan ain't working together, you just got to have only one. And that will happen. And then when you said once a team starts losing, different attitudes start changing, people start getting angry and blame everybody else but themselves. You know, as you could do in the workplace, if you're not doing your job, you're not blaming yourself for not getting that. You're blaming the boss or, or, or Johnny Joe is mad at me. He keeps, you know, but once you start looking at yourself as a player, and then now you can work as a team. But if you're sitting there, like you say, Deshaun Jackson, he's trying to blame management because his contract. You were playing before. Now, what, what made you start changing now? Because you lose it. 
You see what I'm saying? So losing has a big effect on these players, you know. They can't take it, you know. They want to well, win. I, I understand, yeah. you know, losing has an effect, but the bottom line is, is that you got to go out there and give it everything you've got each week. And, you know, I, I guess the question is, is are, are the Philadelphia Eagles giving it all of that? I know after the bye, everybody said, oh, well, we did a, we done a self-check. Michael Vick said, we, we took a look at ourselves and how we could individually better this team by individually checking ourselves. That right there, in my opinion, is separating them from the team. It wasn't a team concept of getting together. It was where everybody took a look at themselves. Well, i never seen the Eagles play as well as they played against Dallas. And, you know, coming out of their bye and playing that well, everybody had them going right now. And then they come off and lose two straight games. What happened? Well, and, and I agree, though, when they say self-check. Because, Terry, you have to check yourself and see if you're giving your all. You know what I'm saying? it got to start from you. So self-check means you got to say, hey, if I'm diving for every ball, or if I'm going out there blocking when Terry running the ball, give my all making that block to give him another two yards. That's where they got to self-check because if you don't self-check yourself, then you're just out there running around, you know. Right. You still but they were self-checked after the bye. That, that, they used that week. Well, and they but, came but, out and they said, hey, but, guess what? Cowboys 44-7 to seven or, or whatever the, the score was. Yeah. Uh, blew them out. Then, what happened to the self-check? Well, well let me they, tell you what happened two with games that. In a row. There's a difference self-checking. Then when you self-check yourself, you still is not no I in self-check. There's no I in team. So they went out there. And everybody said, okay, I'm self-checking myself. I'm going to go out there and play hard just for me. You still got to go out there once you get that field. It's not just for you. It's a team sport. So you can't go out there and say, hey, I'm going to stay over here as long as my receiver don't, don't catch no balls on me. I'm not going to run over there when the other receiver catches the ball and helps that tackle. And that's what they were doing. All they want to do is make sure their job was done, and you can't do that. You got to have everybody out there working together. If you miss the tackle, I got to be there to get the tackle. Just because my man didn't catch the ball, that don't mean just because my, I did my job. You didn't do your job. You know, so that's what happened with them. They sitting there that we felt checking. As long as I'm doing my job, I'm good. That's not how it works. There's no I in team. And that's what's Absolutely wrong with team. They all, they got all these pro bowlers and all they saying, well, as long as my job's done, I'm, I'm good. You're never going to make it. You're never going to win games. And that's why they lose it. Yeah. That's exactly well, why they well, lose let it. let me ask you this. How, how far do you think they can go? Hey, let me tell you this. I, mean, uh, I hate that this recorded. They are done this year. So next year, I don't know what's going to happen. I told you somebody got to go. The team that I looked at, the self-check, and worked as a team that's coming up is Dallas. You got to look at each team. And, and I told you, after week eight and nine, you can see when teams starting to say, hey, you know what I'm saying? They start yelling, putting themselves against that. This is a team, you know? Yeah. So... But this is what we're gonna do, Terry. We're gonna go. We're gonna take another break, and then when we come back, uh, we'll we'll finish talk about this. This is a good conversation. I like it. So this is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk, with my co-host Terry Jack.
flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you. It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. For Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time noon pacific on the voice america sports channel have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings of the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for voice america your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jared Lovey, host of Love That Sports Talk. We are back with my co-host Terry Jack. You there, T? Yeah, I'm here. All right, we were back. We, you know, we were talking about the Eagles on break. You know, sorry about, you know, missing break. But, you know, it has to work as a team of Team Jella. No way when you start off a job, you're going to learn everything from the first week. you got to go through training two weeks. Then you pick up and learn it. Later on, you start doing it. That's the same thing with um, football, you know. they got to pick up. they got to learn. Of the way, I learned when the receiver break around what you're going to do. The lineman got to learn with the other lineman. So that's what happened with the Eagles. Do I think they're going to beat that done for the fork? Do I? Yeah, yeah but you know what? My third list is they beat Dallas, and they beat Dallas again. I'm happy. Anything else you want to talk about that with? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm yeah. happy. You know, we, we, have a, we have an understanding that the Cowboys are going to have the better record than the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you agree or disagree with that? Do I agree or disagree with that? I Absolutely. disagree with it. I just want to hear it from you. I disagree this with it. This was our discussion earlier in the year when when we were at my house and I was entertaining you and we were, you know, we were having this conversation, this who's best team. And we were out there shooting jumpers. Do you remember? Uh huh. Yeah, and, and I And I got you real good. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't brag about it. You remember that? I think I vaguely remember, but I don't know. Yeah, I think you remember that. And you told me, 
I just want to know what you told me, love. I, I, I might have it mixed up. Can you just tell me that again? Who was going to have the better record? I think I said Philly. I'm almost sure I said Philly. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive. And now you've changed that? Is that is that what you're telling me? No, I think you wanted to talk about Green Bay. You said Green Bay had a good record. <laughs> okay, I was just checking because I wasn't for sure. I wasn't for sure. But do you think, love, that it's Andy Reid's fault? Philly is, is, is backdropping, or do you think that the players are playing at, like, like they should be playing? Like like I said, I don't never think it's the coach's fault until I think the team just had a disarray, because the coach gives you the thing out there as the plan. No, I don't think it's the coach's fault, but he's got to be the one to blame, because when they figure you got all these great players on the team and you can't coach them to win, it got to be you. And then it's, it's really not him, because I think a player, you get the plan, you go out there, you, you execute it, you know. And that's right. what, I mean, so that's me. I, um, but I think, you know, he's going to be the one going to be sad. Yeah, he's going to be the one going, might not be this year. They might, if, if they lose four more games, it, it'll be him. But if they start with the season and get, like, at least eight wins or, you know, he'll be all right to next year. But he'll be one to go, guarantee you that. Yeah. Well, no. what? Tell me what you think about about the Deshaun Jackson thing. Do you think that he's he's upset about this contract? Uh, do you think that that he's out there putting forth his best effort? Uh, he, he, you know, he was just suspended for a game for not making it to a team meeting or a special teams meeting or something. And is he trying to say that well they're being unfair to him because it's Deshaun Jackson or? You know, what, what's his mindset? What do you think his mindset is, and do you agree with or disagree with it? Well, there's, there's three different factors those are that. One, he wanted a new contract. Two, he set out at the beginning of the year. He wasn't going to come to camp. He set out for a few days. You know, you're already late coming to camp, you know, from the strike. And then he set out for the contract. Three, you know, there's no way you oversleep for me before the game. So, yeah, I think uh, it all been a fact. And then, well, one more factor, they lose it. So, right. one, he's pissed at, hey, you ain't got me. I had that great year last year. Now I'm not having this great year because we lose it, and y'all not really going to look at me. So he's mad about that because he think I get the money I get. Another thing is, is uh, you miss that me to show them, hey, I'm upset. I'm going to show you I'm upset. I'm not going to play to show that they need him. That's why he did that. He was fine with sitting off that game, you know, because he wanted to show them, y'all need me to win. Philly felt, hey, look at him. They couldn't even get the ball down. And so, you know, he kind of he kind of proved his point, you know. You can't win without me. You can't move the ball without me. I'm your best player. behind Vic, and y'all need me. So he, he he proved his point. And I think but he got Why do you them feel more. he needed to prove that point? What, what, what did he... Uh, I mean, is it, when when does this become part of a game instead of a business, Terry? Uh, when you know, when do we play the game because we love it and we love to play hard and and, and stop playing, you know, money? I'm gonna ask you that question. I'm gonna answer it. I'm gonna ask you the same question. When and what year when the game changed to where it became money? All now it is is the players figure like the owners. It's all about money. Feeding us out. That changed. You tell me what year because. Football ain't about playing the love of the game no more. Basketball ain't about playing for the love of the game. So you tell me where you when you've seen it, because I think I've seen it maybe 
seven years ago, eight years where they changed and said, hey, I got to get my money. You know, you see every player now that's not finished out their contract now, they got three, four years left and want a new contract. It's all about the money. It ain't about the game. The game has changed, Terry. Get paid or you got it. Now, you tell me when you think you've seen it. When, when, I think it, when I think it changed, I think it was, you know, when they started saying, okay, you're the best defensive player. You're the best quarterback. You're the best, you know, this or that. We want to make you the highest paid in the league. Now, I don't know what purpose that was. Um, and, and, and what did that say to all the other players? Okay. Therefore, I'm going to go out there and show you that I'm the best and I should be paid the most. And when exactly that happened, I don't know because I've always, I've always loved watching football. I, I've always loved it for what it was. And not that I, you know, I, I haven't made millions of dollars in football. So I wouldn't know. But when you start putting a number on the best, you got a lot of other people out there saying I'm the best. And, and that's when I think we start having problems and issues. And that's, that's what I think the problems and issues are. You need to pay me what you're paying the other, what, what the other quote unquote best receiver is making. I want best top receiver money or I want top defensive end money. You know, I want top quarterback money. And that, that's when, that's when sports and athletics start getting ruined because you know that we're taught from when we're, we're young kids. We play and we do it because we, we enjoy it. We love to do it. And, yeah, we want to go on to the highest level. But that's the thing that, that, that starts ruining sports when you start talking about money. Now, when it started happening, I don't know. But I know it started happening. Let me ask you this. I have a question for you. How, how many years have you been on your job? I started, my, I started with, uh, in law enforcement in 1997. So what's that? Twelve years, I think. Yeah, thirteen years, almost thirteen, 13 years. years. Uh, this month, you thirteen years. I come in first time on the job. They pay me more than you. Tell me you're not going to be mad. Sure, you I got be these mad. rookies, Tim Tebow, that can't even prove himself in the NFL to come in and make a fifty-six million more than when a person um, that like you been in the league thirteen years. You tell me that you're a proven person at your job. That you come in and tell me it ain't about Dolly Press and we got to get paid too now. You bring that young guy in, am I right? Yeah. It's not about the game because Tebow haven't proved itself, have? True. So what is it about? You no, know, and, and and I see your point, but we're talking. We're talking. You know how how much money are we talking? I mean, I and and, and it wouldn't be so drastic in in in, in reality in my position because. They won't pay a new guy as much as they're paying a five-year, ten-year guy. That this won't happen. But on the other hand, we're not talking about hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars to make a difference either. What's the difference be- between making ten million and eight million? No, I, I don't think it's much of a difference. Yeah, there is a difference when you're that not, first round rookie comes out. You're not starving, and you're doing something that you love to do. Ten million dollars or eight million dollars, I still have enough money to do whatever it is that I love to do. Uh, college is paid for for my children. Uh, I, I'm living happy. Okay? I, I, I just don't get it, love. And, it, and it's not only football. 
it's basketball, it's it's baseball, it's it's all over the place. These guys are making this this enormous amount of money for a game that they love. If if that's what we're talking about, if we're talking about when did this change and and, and people are not playing the game for the love of the game, but they're playing it for the money. That's that, that's that's a shame. I still Look don't at the agree NBA because right now. I still don't agree with you because if I've been on that job 13 years and I prove that I'm better than you come in, I don't care if it's $2 more. You should be making $2 more than me. Plain and simple. Okay. So, so we're going to fix it by holding out and we're going to fix it by not playing as, as hard as we normally play or we're going to fix it by getting suspended for a football game to show that I'm needed. I don't agree with that. Well, what? Well, you know what? My things came up. Let's take another break, Terry, and then we'll come back. I, I, I'm going to tell you what I think. <laughs> okay. But we're going to take another break, and this is um, James, host of Love That Sports Talk with my soul, Terry Jackson. We'll be right back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Listen to Sports Talk at the Positive Pub every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Gil Tyree talks to sports newsmakers, playmakers, and story breakers. You, the hardcore, interactive, and novice fan, can join the show via your phone calls and emails. Sample what's good, right, and positive about the world of sports every week. Begin your week in a positive way with Sports Talk from the Positive Pub. Be here every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk with my co-host, Terry Jackson. You know, Terry, I, I'm, this ain't enough time. I want to light up in you. I know you're ready to light up in me, aren't you? Absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? you saying $2 million. There's no way I'm going to allow you to start this job. I'm working 13 And then it's, it's only not only $2 million, Terry, with the salary, but they get a guaranteed money right up front, like $50 million or like that. 
That's what I'm talking about. How you come in and get a bonus for a job you haven't proved? You tell me. Tell me. And I love, here's, here's what we need to understand. And, and you know this better than I do. You've played professional football. You've been through, you've been through the process from coming up, uh, making, you know, making chicken salad, making, you know, chicken doo doo out of chicken salad. Okay. You've done that. You know the ins and outs. What I'm trying to say is this, is that for a person who grows up loving the game of football and who wants to ultimately play in the NFL, and that's his goal, it seems that when we get to the top and we, we, we make it and we end up going on and we end up doing well and somebody comes in underneath us and they're making more money than us and, and, and how that kind of makes you upset. I understand that part. But what I'm trying to say is that stopping your progress and being late to meetings and not doing the things that you need to do that makes you a professional is not the way to go about proving a point. That's where you start going in and talking about renegotiating contracts. That's what you hire your agents for. Those are the kinds of things that you do. You don't stop your production because all Deshaun Jackson is doing right now is showing any other team who might want to be interested in him that he's acting way out of character, and we don't like that. We don't want that on our team. And that goes for all of those guys that are sitting there holding out for this or that. There's some negotiations have to go on. Once you sign on the dotted line, don't you, do you not have to, 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 to go through and fulfill that contract? Terry, what's, what's the problem with Let me ask you this. What's the problem with the sports now, with the player? Is always the owner... More money, the player want more money, right? Ain't that ain't that what we go they go through, right? That's what it seems to be. Okay, so what you what you trying to tell me is, owner, you I know, as, uh, I'm gonna tell you for say like a game like the Cowboys they play home, for that TV the owner get right off the bat a billion dollars, just that right off the bat, forty percent of that got to be split with the home team. I mean the away team. Did he get six? That's not considered the concession stand, all the other stuff. The money. So the home, the players like, wait a minute, y'all get all this money? Split it more than what they want. They're taking all the money, and they ain't even off their plan. Come on, Terry, that ain't fair. Now tell me no, how it's not fair. That. But look, that's what negotiations is for. That's why there's an NBA lockout right now. And that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. Players are tired of them lock, getting locked into these contracts where they want eight years and you're only making $5. Come on, no. And I agree with that. I I agree with that. But all I'm saying is that you cannot cannot try to make a point or try to make things better by not fulfilling your end of the bargain that you signed, I don't care however many years ago. You still still have to fulfill that end of the bargain. Now, that's just the type of person that I am. That's the way I feel. If I say I signed up for this, okay, I signed up for it. If I choose a place to go eat and the food's bad, I'm not going to get upset at the waitress or the cook. I'm going to say, okay, I take that one in the shorts. That was my bet. I won't come here again. You know, and, and that's all I'm saying is that you can't sign a contract one year and then two, three years down the line get upset because somebody came in behind you making more money, and now I'm not going to play as hard or I'm going to miss some, some, some meetings so I don't, you know, so I can show you that you, you're going to need me. It's not a matter of that. You've got to okay. go out there and fulfill what, what, what you set out to do. You're part of the bargain. So you would never strike nothing. You're never going to strike, would you? No, Never. well, not That's not if I sign on the dotted line. If I sign for ten million dollars for three years, I'm on the go my three years. I don't so care if the guy comes in a year or two years after me and gets twelve or thirteen million. Uh, okay, my bad. Maybe maybe I'm only a ten million dollar guy. 
okay? But after that third year that I'm done, I'm going to work my butt off so another team's going to pay me $50 million. You see what so I'm you, saying? But they're so not Michael, doing that. You, Michael Vick, and Tebow come in and make them more you, and I haven't proved you proof so You tell me you ain't going to be mad at being Michael Vick. <laughs> come on, Terry. Yeah. Come on, man. I understand what you're saying, and I understand the concept of it, but I don't have any control over who's coming into the league, love, when I sign my deal. I don't know what's going to happen five years from now. I don't know what's going to happen two years from now. So if I'm a, a Michael Vick and I'm making $40 million, and then Tim Tebow comes along two years later and he's making $80 million, okay, why am I going to get mad? I, I don't get it. Okay, okay, you just said it. Let me reiterate a bit more on that. So you tell me he come in the first year, you've been there. You got three years left on your contract. Now, you sit there and go say, hey, wait a minute. I've been a pro bowl all these years. I want to make what people make. You tell me you ain't going to do that? Yeah, you are. Okay, but what are you going to do, love? Are you going to try to renegotiate your contract, or are I'm you going to sit out until you pay me what he's making and show that, you know, you need me. He can't do what I can do. So, so you're going to say you're Michael right. Vick's going to just say, okay, I'm not going to play as hard as I normally play. I'm not going to be the, the Michael yes, Vick that I, yes. I, I usually am? Yes, sir. You see the shot? Uh, I disagree with that. I think that's wrong. How many, how many players you've seen that held off that never play their hardest when they get a game or they sit out and they got a cold? The guy, the running back for Cleveland, he even talked about he had a sore throat. They're like, wait a minute, he's fighting over another contract. You know, every player you see that do it, Terry, tell me you haven't seen the sit out. Do they end up? Chris Johnson just did it this year. He almost set up the whole thing. They he got to do money. it, but I'm telling you, I don't think that that makes it right. That's not the way to get things done. I mean, it only makes you look bad. It might make you look bad, but you're going to get paid, and then you go out there and you're still playing. Okay, well, still we'll, still we'll see what Deshaun Jackson ends up getting. He might end up he's, getting a boot out the door. He's not an elite player, you know. He's not one of those players that you say, you know, you got to have like a Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson hit Tennessee over the barrel. Yeah, but look that? at Chris Johnson. Look at what he's done this year. He hasn't done His first 100-yard game was what, six, seven games into the season? He's smart. But look what Why? he's done the year he missed before. Training camp. They didn't have any of that. He, he wasn't around the team. He probably wasn't even working out. Just look what he done the year before that, though, Terry. I know, and I understand that. But see, that, that, that that's where you go, love. It, it, you can't foresee the future. And if I go in, and, and I'm the Heisman Trophy winner, and I, I come out of college, and, and I sign a deal for, you know, $60 million plus incentives, and then... Two years later, here comes a guy playing the same position I'm in, probably wasn't a Heisman Trophy winner, but, but done very well, and he's making $80 million. I'm supposed to renegotiate my deal to make more than what he's making on another team that doesn't have anything to do with me? I expect my organization to pay me? Yeah. I have a hard yeah. time with that. I don't. I agree with him, and I think they should say, hey, He's in the same position. Why he can pay more? And I proved myself. I went work. I came in. I called in. I never called in on those sick days and like that. I'm proving that you pay me. I'm running wrong with that. So, so the owners that. have to go from year to year and see what everybody else is doing in, yeah. in each and every position and what they're yeah. getting paid so that they can pay their highest paid guy, yep. their yep. best yep. receiver, or yep. their best defensive end, or their quarterback. They got to match that money. Yes, from sir. the other teams, 
Yeah, you ever hear that one that said the owner got to go and look at what that value of that market is? That means they got to go see who the highest person play in the in the league at that position and see what they got to where he fit in. Do he fit in like to be the same as that player or underneath? But you know, yeah. Terry, we only got thirty seconds left. Okay. Uh, well, love. Hey. You've been there. I haven't been there. I'm speaking from the heart and 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 what I think is is feasible. But you know better. Um, and you've been that work. You've done that work. And and I I think it's wonderful, and I commend you guys for it, and and I only praise you because it's it's somewhere where I wanted to be. Well, if you I wish there. I could I wish I could argue for 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 fifty million. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, love. You know I would. <laughs> you would. All right, well, this is Jay Lowy hosting now. I look for out. We will host Terry Jackson, and Terry, we're not done with this, so we're not done. Oh no! Thanks again, Steve. All right, thanks. We'll talk to you, though. All right. Bye-bye. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com.